All right, so we've been in a series called Hashtag Asking for a Friend, which we're trying to get some of maybe the tough questions you would say of the Christian faith, of the Christian walk, that we're, we struggle sometimes with answers and try to navigate. And so uh, we've hit a couple topics, and we've got three more weeks of this, so this week, next week, and then the week before Christmas. And then that will finish out the series, and we'll start something new in January. Um, but this week, hopefully will also be somewhat of a lighter topic. We've had a couple heavy topics, and next week's going to be heavy as well um, as we talk a little bit about abortion. So I'd love for you guys to be here if you could be here for that. But that one will be next week, so um, we'll talk about that. But this week we're going to talk about this idea that I think a ton of young people are asking the question, and, and I asked myself a long time when I was growing up, is this idea, how can I know God's plan for my life? How can I know God's plan for my life? And it can be a tricky question because... I can't give you the exact answer that I can sit there and say, okay, I know exactly what God's got in store for your life. But my hope is I can kind of push you in the direction towards what you need to do and what you need to um, cultivate in your life in order to come to a conclusion of what God has in store for your life. But this is a very, very common thing when I sit down with people. They're asking you know, I don't know what I'm going to do with my life, especially if you're coming out of um, high school or, or even graduating college. That's the question people are asking themselves. You might even be older and you're still trying to figure out what's the long-term plan for my life? What has God got in store for 10 years down the road? What's God got in store for 20 years down the road? What's, what's family look like? Career? Where I'm going to live? These are the things we're asking ourselves as we navigate. How can I know what God's got in store for my life? And so I can remember... Um, a couple of years ago, when we had Snow Retreat Regular, right before COVID hit at PVR, we did these things called power tracks. And what, what these were, were about an hour after, sun, or after the lunchtime on Saturday, and we took these different topics. So the whole theme of that week, weekend was called Lifeline. How do we um, fill our tanks when we're spiritually empty? And so we tried to pick these other topics that came off of those sessions that were like related to that topic. So we had um, Hannah, when she was here, she did depression and anxiety. I did addiction. Um, Malone did worship. And Josh did, um, I think it was doubt. I don't remember for sure. But we each had these different topics. And so everybody, when they registered, they had to sign up for one of these power tracks. And I can remember as we're printing out the sheet and looking at who had each people in their groups we saw Hannah's on anxiety, depression, probably out of like our 66 had 40 of them. I think Malone had the other like 15. Um, it may not even been that high, more like 25 each between Malone and Hannah. And then Josh and I, I think, had like four. And I remember, and we didn't care how many were in each group, but I thought what was very interesting is that so many people were geared towards Malone, partially because they're just fun and what they do is just play music and different stuff. So that was cool. But it was very popular for them to go to Hannah's as she talked a little bit about anxiety and depression. As that was something that was rising. That was very popular. And it seemed like as, as that continued to rise in their mental health, that was something they wanted to go learn more about. That was something that was very popular. And I feel like if this was something we offered at Snow Retreat, or even if we offered just to you guys as a class, I think it would be something that would be very popular as well as you are asking the question, how can I know God's plan? If we were like, hey, we're going to do a power track on how can I know God's plan, I'm pretty sure they've done this at Momentum, our, our youth conference we've done, and everybody goes to this because everybody is always just trying to figure out how can I figure out what God's plan is? Because I think for a lot of us, we, we like to be people that we want it like laid out for us. 
If we could flip to a book of the Bible and it had our name right there and it said, okay, for Taylor's life, here's exactly what God's plan is. Or if I could hand you a sheet of paper and here's ten step, a 10-step process of how you figure out God's plan for your life. You follow these, you'll figure it out. That's what we want. And I think the reality is, is it's not that clean cut all the time. I can't give you a 10-step program that's going to get you to figure out the answer for God's plan in your life. And I think we want to also complicate it, that God's going to give us this huge complicated answer for, for every moment of our life, and I don't think it's complicated either. So you got both sides that how do we figure it out, and then when we try to figure it out, we feel like it's got to be complicated, and I think it's much, much simpler. And so here's the idea I want to unpack as we look at a couple different verses, is that the way you figure out God's plan for your life is build an intimate relationship with Him. That may seem very basic. You might go, well, how is that going to show me my plan? Just trust me on this as we press in. Build an intimate relationship with Jesus, and I'm telling you that's how you're going to figure out God's plan for your life. So let's go to a passage here in Ephesians 2, something you've probably heard before. It's in verse 10. This is a great section of Scripture if you've ever read Ephesians 2, verses 1 through 10. But it goes through all this, and at the very end of this little section, it says this, For we are God's masterpiece, or some others say workmanship. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus, so we can do the good things He planned for us long ago. So there are a couple things that are helpful in this verse, and I think the first thing is you're asking this question, how can I know God's plan for my life? The first thing you need to know is there is a plan for your life. To start at the very base of it, we are asking that question, God has a plan for your life. Because the verses before this, if you look back up in this, it, it talks about how we were dead in our sins and dead in our trespasses, but, but God, in being rich in His love and mercy, sent His Son down to die on a cross so that we could be in a relationship with Him. And once we're in this relationship with Him, He's refining us to be who He's called us to be and beginning to do the works that He's planned for us long ago. God knew you would ultimately choose Him. And so that's why he created, because you could go, well, how did God prepare a plan for me? How did he know I was going to accept him? How did he know? And God can see all the way through time. He's outside of time without getting super theological. He's outside of time, so he sees down the spectrum, and he, he, he doesn't want to force you into a relationship with him, but he knew you would choose him. So once you chose him, he starts to reveal his plan to you. I can think about when I was first graduating high school, I thought, um, my dad worked for Walmart for 18 years, and so I thought, I'm just going to do the same thing that my dad did. I'm just going to follow in his footsteps, work through Walmart, just keep making my way up the chain. Because I also was just making some bad decisions in life, and so I thought, I just don't want to do anything um, towards ministry because I just don't feel like I'm worthy enough. And so, so I worked there for about five years of my life and then hit some rough spots in my life, and so I started doing some counseling. And all through this counseling, God had this plan for me. You know, when I was growing up, my dad was in ministry for 10 years, and so I always felt like that was something that I would love to do in my life and that I felt like was a call on my life too, but I always just kind of pushed it away. And so as we kind of worked through some different things in my life and, and I did some counseling, I was revealed the plan that God had for me. And so throughout this process, I kept getting this feeling again after I was still in Walmart. I was like, man, maybe you need to look into ministry. Maybe you need to look into ministry. And I kept trying to push it off because... Why would I quit a job? I was making $55,000 to come work a job that probably work a lot of hours and not get paid as much. 
So I kept kind of pushing it down, pushing it down, and then ended up quitting when I was working in Norwalk as an assistant manager in January of 2017. Um, came back to Ashland work there till I figured out what God was going to do. And it was amazing how within a month, one of the guys that I went to college with texted me, asked me what I was doing, told him that I had just dropped down. Um, I was working back at Ashland till I figured something out in ministry. And two weeks later, he texts me and says, somebody um, in Ashland is looking for a youth guy, which was Southview at the time. And I went and talked to his pastor over there. And that's where I started out in ministry. But it's amazing that... I didn't know what God's plan was for my life. I still don't know the future. But I always had this feeling that that ministry was where God wanted me. And so even though I was going down my own path of working at Walmart, God kept revealing as I got closer and closer to him, as I started working through some of the different issues, the different sin in my life, to clear the way for God to speak, he ends up making it very loud and clear, like, this is where I want you to go. And so what I do is I listen to what his call is, start making the necessary steps, and he opens the door to what he has in store for me. And you might be sitting there, and you're, you're trying to figure that out. And it's not always just going to be this loud, clear thing that's going to be like a huge neon sign that says, here's the plan for your life. Like me. You know, when I was younger, that's just what was always in my head. I watched my dad do it. So it's like, maybe ministry is God's calling for my life. And then I get older and other people start speaking into it. And so I start following where he wants me to go. You can look through all, all throughout Scripture and see that God gave specific plans for each people's, every person's life. Because I think what's also the other part of this is he doesn't only have a plan, it's a specific plan. It's a specific plan. He says, created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do the good things he planned for us. He has specific plans for your life that you've been geared and made for that I'm not made for. That Shannon's not made for. That Owen's not made for. You have specific plans in your life specifically made for you. You're geared better in certain areas because of the plans God got in store. And so he's got a certain calling on your life that he wants you to follow. You look all throughout Scripture. You see way back is Moses' call to lead Israel out of Egypt. That was his specific call that he didn't feel like he was worthy enough. But you go back and God calls him and he leads Israel out of Egypt. He didn't get to lead them into the promised land. Obviously, there's some different issues that arose, but, but he led them out of Egypt. David's specific call was to kill Goliath and then take the throne and become king and known as one of the greatest kings to ever rule. Joseph becomes an important person as God gives him a vision that he's going to that he has everybody bowing down to him. And as he's telling his brothers, they're not happy about it. And so he goes through all this different situations and circumstances that aren't good, ends up becoming the second highest ruler behind Pharaoh in Egypt as a famine occurs to save food for his family and all of Israel and ends up making a difference there. You go to the New Testament, you got Paul. Paul was on his way to kill more Christians. God meets him on the path in Damascus, changes his life, and he goes and, I believe, becomes one of the best um, evangelists, Christians that shared the gospel all throughout his adult life. At one point, each of these people were in everyone's shoes that if you're asking this question, we're asking this question, what is God's plan for my life? I mean, Moses killed a Hebrew. He was a murderer. 
but yet he followed the Lord, and he's probably asking himself as he gets older, what, what does God want with me? A lot of people have also said he's a, a huge stutterer. So how could he lead a whole group of people when he stuttered and wasn't confident in himself? But this was God's call. You might look at your situation in your life and say, well, I don't know if that's what God calls me to because I, I, I get scared to speak in public. God's calling you maybe to do something in public speaking. Well, I, 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 don't, I don't handle people well, and so you feel like God's calling you to maybe do some counseling with people, but you're like, I, I can't handle people's problems well. God's designed you for specific plans that he planned long ago for you because he knew you could handle it. The question becomes, do you believe that God has equipped you enough for your specific plan? If you open your heart to what God's got in store for you and you follow what He's got, He's not going to let you go into a path that you weren't built for. If you stay close to Him, you're attentive to Him. And so you ask yourself, well, how do we, how do we know this plan? If He's got a plan for me and it's a specific plan just for me, how do we figure this out? Hebrews chapter 1, verses 1 and 2 says this, Throughout history, as we've just seen, God has spoken to our ancestors by his prophets in many different ways. This could be stuff like with Moses, the burning bush. That's how he spoke through Moses. You know, one of the passages my dad was talking about when he talked on this a few weeks ago in students was the, the passage where there was just a hand that was writing on the wall that God was revealing his plan. So he spoke by his prophets in many different ways. The revelation he gave them was only a fragment of a time building one truth upon another. But to us living in these last days, God now speaks to us openly in the language of his Son, the appointed heir of everything. For through him, God created the panorama of all things and all time. Here's your biggest answer to how can I know God's plan. If he's got a plan specifically designed for you, they all got spoken to in many different ways, but it says here in Hebrews, but to us living in these last days, God now speaks in so many words through his Son. If you're going to know God's plan for your life, you have to build an intimate relationship with his Son, who he now speaks through, because when Jesus died on a cross, he saved us from our sins so we could enter into a relationship with him. And as he went back to heaven, he gave us his Holy Spirit, who now lives in us, who now reveals his plan to you as you build this relationship as you get to know God more as you get involved more he's going to reveal to you the specific plan that he has designed for you John 15:4 says this remain in me and I will remain in you you for a branch cannot produce fruit if it is severed from the vine and you cannot be fruitless fruitful unless you remain in me yes I am the vine you are the branches those who remain in me and I in them will produce much fruit from apart from me you can do nothing. So he has a plan specific to you. He speaks through his son, and the only way you're going to do it is if you remain in him. You can't, you can't know his plan outside of him. I think so many of us want to try to figure this out on our own. Well, you think, I'm really good at, at working on cars. So I think that, that I'm going to go work at a mechanic store, or I'm going to go work at Ford, or I'm going to go work at one of these places and do work on cars and it's like, yeah, you may be good at that, but maybe God's got a different call that maybe he wants you to do some type of shop that's going to be related to some type of ministry where you work on cars in a different country to help people out that can't afford it. I don't know. I think we get so locked in that we try to figure out, okay, if I'm good at this, then I should just do 
this, where I live, and not want to be open to maybe God's calling me to something very different that's specific to me that only I could do. I just thought because my dad did it at Walmart that I could just follow in his footsteps because the doors kept opening for me. But I was just going along where I felt like I was called instead of opening to what God had in store, which is where I'm at now, which is totally different from what I was on the track to do. And you might be walking down a track right now that you said, I got this all figured out. I'm good at this. The doors keep opening. This is where I need to go. And so you keep going down that. But God's over here saying, if you would just spend some time with me and open your heart to what I have in store, I have something totally different that you're going to make a difference. And I've designed specifically for you. And you're so good at it. And if you would just listen to me, you would have an amazing path ahead of you. But we're trying to navigate God's plan apart from him. And he says, if you're apart from me, you can't produce fruit. We have to be so connected to Jesus that we just know Jesus' voice because we spent so much time with him. That we're connected in his body, whether it's young adults or in worship service, that people that are attentive to what God's got in their own life can help speak into your life. I've always been told growing up from my dad that there's only three things that are eternal. People, his word, and God. And people will speak into your life that are connected to Jesus to help lead you to what God's got in store for you. There's so many people along my journey that started seeing things, saying, man, you would do good in ministry. You might have people that are saying things now to you that are like, man, you would be so good at this, man. You would do really well at this. And you've kind of been like, yeah, I know. It'd be something maybe to do down the road. And you keep pushing it off because you're just like, it's just somebody being nice to me. Maybe God's trying to tell you something. Maybe God's got something lined up that you just keep saying, well, I'll get to eventually because you're trying to figure it out on your own. I always go back to the the scene from My Heart's Christ's Home, that little book we went through when we first started Young Adults, and there's the scene of the living room when God's sitting there in front of the fire saying, let's make this our spot each and every day where we will spend time together, we'll talk to each other, we'll get into each other's lives, build a relationship. And so many of us, are trying to just walk past the living room each day because we're busy with different stuff. And we're like, I wonder what God's got in store. Yet God continues to sit there every day just waiting for you to come because He wants to reveal His plan. In Ephesians 2, it says He has a plan for you. And we're trying to figure it out on our own and wondering why we can't figure out what God's got in store. He's not going to hold it from you. He wants you to do what He's called you to do. That's why He's made you the way that you are. And so many of us, if we would just build an intimate relationship, if we would just spend time with Him, He will reveal it to you. But it can be like me who just keeps going along the way, wondering what God's got in store and not going to the source, the the vine that makes the branches produce fruit. We're trying to just be a branch and hopefully produce fruit that's the right fruit. And God says, no, i got something totally different from you his word has so much in it there's so much in store for our lives if you want to know god's plan he's got one for you it's specific for you he speaks through his son his holy spirit and if we just stay a part of the vine the branch will produce fruit we try to complicate it and try to say god's got this hidden plan for me and if i just try a bunch of different things and maybe one of them works, that's what I'm called to do. 
He's probably not going to give you the exact 10-year, 10-step program for the rest of your life of what he's got in store for you. But the more you're attentive and he says, man, here's a door opening that I think you should try. Man, you do really well with kids. Maybe you should look at doing something in kids' ministry. Maybe you should look at being a teacher. Maybe you should look at being part of a daycare. Maybe you should do something in the orphanages. I don't know what it is, but you just do well with kids, and so you start trying some different things. Sometimes it takes a little bit of trying, but you know that that's, that's an avenue you're supposed to go down to. Wow, you do well to handle yourself in front of people and lead people and speak publicly. Maybe he's calling you to do something in the business world as a manager. Maybe he's calling you to do something in ministry. You just do well leading people, giving them the vision, so you start trying different things that, that are in those roles to see if this is what God's got in store. Because you will know when you're in the, the lane, the avenue that God's called you to. You'll feel it in your heart. People will affirm it in your heart. And he will continually tell you, this is where I want you. How can we know God's plan? Build the intimate relationship with him, just like everything else in our life, that when you get to know God more, you're going to understand what his life was like and what you're supposed to reflect and how's the best way that I can reflect Jesus for the rest of my life. You may be in a season where God's called you to this for your life. And it may not be the 20 year. This is where you're going to retire. But right now, this is where he wants you. This is what his call is. Doors may open down the road that he says, now I want you to move here. This is your plan now for the next five years, the next 10 years. You have kids now, and you're like, man, this is your plan right now. I want you to raise these kids. Maybe you're not having kids, and you're just married, and you're saying, the plan God's calling you to is to have kids down the road. Maybe you're single and you're like, God's called me to a plan of dating somebody, getting into marriage, starting a family. This is the plan I want you to. It'd be so much easier if we could just sit down, whether it's with a pastor or somebody that we thought really high of and said, can you just speak to God for me and tell me what the plan is? But it's not. It takes your hard work to build the intimate relationship with Jesus each and every day where he reveals the plan he has for you because God desperately desires to be in a relationship with you. And I don't think we always understand. It's just like me with Shannon, I think all the time, that if I want to build an intimate relationship with my wife, I have to spend time with her. I have to love her. I have to care for her. We have to wrestle through things. She has to say things to me that may hurt, and I have to say some things to her that may hurt. But the way we build a good relationship and the way we push each other is seeing what each other are good at and pushing them towards that. If I want to help Shannon kind of know what her plan for God's life is, not only she needs to know, but I need to help push her where I see she's good at, where I push her where God's opening doors. And God's trying to lead you to where He wants you. And so if you're going to figure it out, spend time with Him. Spend time with Him. He will speak through His Word, through people, through Himself. We just got to be attentive. It makes me think of, as I close here, um, those that watch The Office, it makes me think of sometimes uh, Jim Halpert when Charles Minor comes in after Steve Carell says, or Michael Scott says that he's going to quit and start his own paper company. And so they bring in Charles to kind of um, bring over or watch over the branch. And he goes up to Jim and tells him to make a rundown. You make a rundown of all your clients. Jim goes, oh yeah, definitely do that. Yeah, get that rundown for you. And he keeps checking in with Charles, telling him he's working on it and he's getting it, but he's also going around the whole office asking everybody what a rundown is. He goes up to Oscar and he says, do you know what a rundown is? Oscar says, well, use it in a sentence. And he's trying to figure all these things out and Oscar finally turns to him and says, why don't you go ask him what a rundown is? 
He says, I can't. That was three hours ago. And I think that's a lot of where we are. We're like Jim Halpert when it comes to what is God's plan for my life. And, and he's got the plan, but we don't want to go ask him because we feel like it's too late. We feel like we haven't listened. And so we're just walking around trying to figure out what it is, trying to come up with something that we think will suffice for what it is. And, and we don't know because we haven't gone to the source and just asked him. If Jim would have just went to Charles and said, what is the rundown you're looking for? I don't know what that means. He would have explained to him what that was, and he was able to do that. What we're doing is walking like Jim saying, I don't know what God's plan is. And we start asking everybody, you know what God's plan is for my life? No. Do you know what God, no. And so we're just like, we're so lost. We end up coming up with something and working a job or, or doing whatever in our life for 30 years because we think that's what God wanted. And we've never gone to the source, which is God, to just ask him, what do you have in store for my life? He wants to build a relationship. We should be able to go to our Father who cares and loves us, and ask Him what His plan is for our life. Build an intimate relationship with Him. Stick to the source, and He will reveal His plan. And the more and more you're connected with Him, the more and more your plan may change, but God's going to keep leading you where He wants you in store. We should all have different plans, because He's got a different one designed for each of us. And so to be attentive to what He's got in store, because when you find it, there's nothing better than being in the plan that God's got in store for your life. Build an intimate relationship.